Hey there, mama. Welcome back to High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery. And today we're going to dive into our schedules. Summer was nice and chill and relaxed, but now we want to dive into all the fun things that fall has to offer, right? Back to school, we have sports and dance and music and I don't know, play dates, social outings, right? We're we're trying to get back into our fun routines. We're getting back into our homemaking stuff. So we got to get back into the cleaning routines and the getting up early, the morning routines, the evening routines, so many things, right? There's so much on our plate and we're trying to balance it all, not to mention the errands and trying to serve in the community, help out with our kids at school, help them with homework or projects or book reports that are due. There's a lot on our list and it can be so easy for us to overschedule ourselves to the point of burnout, but we don't need to do that. (laughs) So this episode, I wanted to go into four tips to help us to stop overscheduling and to start thriving in our schedules. Learn how to prioritize our values and what really matters most to us so that we can really enjoy and thrive in our schedules this fall season. Let's dive right in. mom life. It's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there will be little bumps along the way, but why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hey mamas. Okay. We do. We have a lot going on right now, right? And we want to put all the things into our schedule. We have so much energy because we were all relaxed during summertime. So we have all the energy in the world and we just want to pack our schedules full and get super busy and be the awesome, super soccer mom that everybody wants us to be. Right. But then we find that we're kind of not enjoying it. In fact, we're kind of overwhelmed. You know, we're burnt out. (laughs) There's a lot happening and we don't feel like we can catch a break. We're being the taxi driver, taking them to and from all of their different sports events and games and practices and performances, not to mention taking them to and from school. Oh yeah, by the way, we have to help them with homework and chores and oh, we got to do meal prep and you know, actually eat dinner together, have some sort of family bonding time, get in that kid's bedtime routine, and somehow try to make time for ourselves on top of all the other things, whether it be laundry or dishes or cleaning or, I don't know, heaven forbid, maybe we'd like to actually be social every once in a while or maybe get in the luxury shower of the week, right? (laughs) No, it never should be a luxury, but sometimes it feels that way, right? So let's go into tip number one, okay? Let's find ways on how we can stop overscheduling and stop feeling overwhelmed, but actually enjoy every day of every week. Okay. Number one, define your values and prioritize them. I want you to get out a journal, notebook, piece of paper, whatever, and a pen, and let's kind of do some deep work here. Okay. What do you value most? Okay. So as you're journaling this, I want you to just kind of think through what do you value most? What is kind of on the top of your list of things that you would feel totally accomplished if you got done and you laid your head on the pillow that night and you would feel like, okay, I totally did this. I totally got this. What would it be? What are your top three to five values? And I want you to write them down, list them top three to five values right now. 
Now, I want you to prioritize them in order of highest to lowest priority, okay? Not saying that one is better than the other or whatever, but what you really want to focus on first and then what you focus on after you do those things, right? For example, you could have um, God and religion. You could have family, like marriage and family. You could have, or you could even have it separate, you know, your spouse and your kids, or you could have your relationship with yourself. Yeah, that's important too. <laughs> okay, self-care is important as moms. Um, maybe serving in your community. Maybe you have a hobby or talent that you really want to prioritize right now or a career that you're really trying to go into and launch something or sell something or whatever, right? What is it that you are prioritizing right now? Is it a home renovation project? Is it your home in general, you know, wanting to decorate and make it feel cozy and everything for fall. What is it that you value most right now? Okay. Write those top three to five things down. These are your values, right? These are things that you value most. And after you prioritize them, I want you to look at it and compare it with your schedule. Does it reflect your listed values? Does your schedule that you currently have reflect your listed values? Remembering in the order that they're highest priority to lowest, right? So we're not going to have it equally balanced, okay? It's not going to be 50-50, right? We're going to have some things that have our 70% into and some things that only have our 10% into, but both are still important. We're just in different seasons of life and what our priorities sometimes change depending on seasons of life that we're in and what is really important during that specific time in life, okay? So, are you more weighted in one value than another on your calendar or schedule that maybe isn't one that you really want to be weighted in according to your values? Okay, so think about this. If my number one thing that I value is my God and my religion, am I spending time with him every single day, every morning, every night? As I'm you know, going down to sit at a meal, am I praying to him? Am I thanking him for things that he's given me? Am I, am I reading my scriptures? Am I spending time with him in prayer, in, in study, in my thoughts? You know, am I taking time to ponder and think about things that he has kind of helped me to understand, you know, revelation that I've been given? Am I taking time to create a relationship with God? Okay. Or if it's your marriage, are you taking time to have date nights? Are you taking time to spend time with him in the evenings, maybe chatting, having some pillow talk, seeing how his day went and actually connecting with him as a person and not just watching a show together, right? <laughs> actually connecting eye to eye, human to human, face to face, right? Am I spending time with him? Is he important to me, right? Is he on my calendar? I know he's important to me, but on my calendar, does it show that I value him most? Or same thing with my kids, is there time where I have one-on-one -on -one time with each kid or I have quality time with my kids? I have intentional quality time with my kids throughout the week. Do, does my schedule reflect that? If that's a value that I have as one of my highest priorities, does my schedule reflect that? Okay, so just kind of think through that and, and decide, you know, do your kids spend more time at extracurriculars like sports, dance, piano, and things like that than they do at home having quality time with you? If that's the case, then maybe it's time to let some things go so that you can let other things grow, okay? That's one of my favorite quotes from Our Heartfelt All by President Uchtdorf in his general conference talk um, this April of 2022, okay? It was a wonderful talk, and he just 
helped us to kind of understand time management better. And I really, really love that talk. So thinking about that quote, letting some things go and so we can let other things grow. What can you kind of eliminate, delete, delegate, automate, whatever, out of your schedule or to someone else, right? Can we delegate something to someone else that we don't need to have on our plate because that can lighten our load, but somebody else really wants to take it on? Can we automate it to where we have a system or routine or something for it so it doesn't become so hard to do? It becomes more of a second nature and it's not stressful anymore. Is there a way for us to delete it? There's always a way for things to be deleted from our schedule, right? Eliminate it, okay? Get rid of things that don't align with your values or priorities. If it's not something that is a goal getting you to where you want to be, to to your purpose in life, okay? If it's not aligning with your values, it really doesn't need to be on your calendar. It really doesn't, okay? So find what your values are, prioritize them highest to lowest, and then find what you can do to start taking things off your schedule that don't align with those values that you are trying to prioritize. All right, let's go into step number two. Okay, tip number two, time block to create heightened focus in one area of life at a time. So this is really, really a powerful productivity tool, but it also helps us to not be overproductive where we're actually becoming just busy, not efficient, not effective. We're just busy, right? That's when you hit your head at the end of the day on the pillow and think, I did so much today, but I literally got nothing done on my to-do list, (laughs) right? How many times have we done that where we are just moving and hustling and bussing all day long, but never feel like we got anything done? That's when we're not aligning our values and prioritizing them into our schedule, okay? Now, In the HFM Productivity Planner, okay, your High Five Motherhood Productivity Planner, you can actually label your time blocks and write in the timestamps on any given block so that you have it directed towards one role in life at a time, okay? So there's six different blocks that you have on each of your today's schedule um, papers. So that is just your daily schedule, okay, in the planner. On there, you can write... Um, me time as one of your labels. Okay, you need time for personal time. Your your intentional self care, right? You have maybe home or homemaking or home management, whatever you want to call it. Anything that you do to kind of run your home and manage that. Maybe you have on there um, motherhood or kids or family or wife or marriage. You know, whatever you want to label them, right? Maybe you have work on there because you work from home. Maybe you have different projects, whether that be home projects like renovation and demo projects, or if you are a crafter, you like to craft, or maybe you have a talent, skill, or hobby that you like to do. Maybe you teach. Um, Maybe, you know, there's a plethora of things that you could be. Maybe you're a student and you're um, taking classes and educating yourself. Whatever it is, whatever your main um, roles are in life right now, write them down and make sure that there is room for each of them on that today's schedule, right? So that you know, every single day you have designated time to keep up with all the things that you're supposed to do, right? You're scheduling in time with your kids and your family that's intentional and with your spouse, right? And you're taking time to set aside for yourself so that you can, you can fill your bucket so that then you can pour into your family and you can serve them and love them and be there for them because you first feel like you have been filled. So then you can fill their buckets. Does that make sense? It's not a selfish thing to have self-care. It's really important. 
but it also needs to be intentional and that you're not just, you know, painting your nails to paint your nails just to get it done. And it's really stressful because you just want to make it look prettier and, you know, you want it prettier than, I don't know, Jesse's nails or something, right? Like we we don't want to do that kind of self-care. We want to do self-care that actually is intentional and actually growing us and helping us to be better as an individual, right? Helping us to thrive as a mom. So that can look like scripture study and prayer and journaling and planning out your day, laying out your clothes the night before. It can look like um, washing your face the night before, just doing simple things like a, a skincare routine, a dental hygiene routine where you're brushing your teeth, um, flossing, things like that. You can brush your hair. You can um, take a bubble bath. You can do things that will relax you. Maybe read a book. I mean, there's so many things you can do for self-care that's simple and free, but it it ignites you. It helps you to feel like you're on top of the world so you can then take care of others around you, right? Okay. When we do this, when we choose to label our time blocks and write it in the, right in the start and end times, okay? So we have our little timestamps on the side, which are generally two to three hour blocks at a time of time. Does that make sense? So you have your label, say, for example, homemaking, okay? I'm going to get my house cleaning and my um, laundry and all that kind of stuff done during this two to three hour block of time, you know, between the hours of like one and three or whatever it is that your schedule is. That would be kind of your little timestamp for your role in life and what you're going to get done. And then you'll, you choose, you know, one to three things that you're going to do within that time block, right? Now, when you do this, this creates boundaries to stay within, okay? So it will heighten your productivity and your focus because you're only focused on that one role in life. Even if you have a million other things to do on your to-do list, you don't have to focus on the whole elephant, right? You're just focusing that on that one bite at a time, okay? So instead of eating the whole elephant in one time block, because we know that's not going to happen, we focus on that one bite. We focus on just homemaking. I'm just focusing on being a homemaker right now. I'm just managing my home. That's all I'm focused on right now. Now, does that mean you ignore your kids? (laughs) Does that mean you ignore a phone call or something that happens as you're doing this? No. Okay. Obviously real life is real life. Okay. We're not we're not in this facade where we only can focus on one thing at a time, okay? We are moms and we do have to kind of multitask even though we don't necessarily want to, right? Sometimes we do have to change the diaper or we have to feed the kid or whatever in the middle of everything. But the goals that we set for that time block need to be focused on what that role is. So yes, I'm still a mom. Yes, I'm still taking care of my kids. But my focus for that block is to get my laundry done, get my dishes done, um, maybe like, I don't know, wipe down counters or dust or something, right? Like I can have some main goals for that in the middle of all that, but I can also be making sure that my kids are having fun and dancing to music as we're cleaning or they're helping me to unload the dishwasher and we're kind of spending time together still while I'm getting that done, if that makes sense. So don't feel like you have to have it focused on just the one thing, but it just helps you to focus your goals and, and gives you like I said, a heightened focus of that one area of life. So you can really hone in on what you need to do in that area of life. And then you move into the next thing. Okay. So if you think about when you go to school, you are focused on math, just math for that class period, right? For that time period, you are in math, you are learning about math, you have your math book open, everything's math, right? Then when the bell rings, you close your math book, you put it in your backpack, take it to your locker, switch it out for your English book. Then you walk over, the bell rings, you sit down, and you're ready for English. 
You learn about English, you talk about English, you open your English book and you're reading English, right? Everything's having to do with English. That's how it is with time blocking. You focus on that one class or that one little chunk of time at a time and you focus on that one role, that one class subject, okay? So homemate can can be one of your class subjects. Marriage can be one. Your kids and family can be one. Your Um, you could have one for social life, right? You could have one for personal, you can have one for work, for school, for whatever, right? You decide what your roles are in life and you focus on those one things. And those can switch up. Different days can be different things depending on what you're, you're needing in that time and phase of life. Okay. So don't feel like it has to be monotonous either. Um, so just make sure that we're not trying to carry more than one book at a time. Okay. So if I'm in math, I'm not going to be carrying my English book in there too and trying to open that at the same time. It's super distracting, really awkward to have two books on top of your lap and trying to figure out what the heck is going on. I'm trying to do my English homework while I'm trying to do my math. Teacher's not going to be happy about it. Slap my hand. (laughs) Well, maybe not anymore, but you know, it just, it's not going to work as well. Okay. So we want to make sure that we focus on just one book, one class at a time, one role in life at a time. Okay. All right. Let's dive into tip number three. All right, tip number three, do not forget transition times. Now, let me be clear about what transition times are. Wow, can't talk today, sorry. (laughs) All right, we want to create anywhere between five to 30 minutes, okay? The the timestamp is up to you on how long you want your transitions to be. But this is supposed to be a buffer in between each time block, okay? So think of, again, you're in math class and the bell rings, Do you go directly to English class? No, okay? You have time to put away your math book. You have time to go to your locker, maybe get a drink of water. You can even eat a snack or talk to a friend along the way. And then you hit English class once the bell rings, right? So you have a transition period to get from one class to another that they usually give you, I don't know, maybe like five to 10 minutes or something, right? They give you a buffer time because they know that you've got to have a little bit of break in between each class. You're going to kind of go nuts, right? Not to mention you need to stand up, stop sitting down, walk around, get some energy flowing and blood flowing, right? And then go ahead and move into the next subject, right? So the same thing goes with our time blocks. We need to have buffers in between each time block. This gives yourself time to shut down your brain, your computer, or the room before moving on to the next time block. As in, if I were focusing on the kitchen and I was making dinner and doing all the things, right? But we've got to get into the kid's bedtime routine because they got to get to bed. They've got school the next day and I want them to get to bed early, right? Well, that means I need to do a kitchen shutdown routine, I've got to make sure my kitchen is totally cleaned and ready to go. I'm going to quickly get all the dishes finished up, wipe down counters and tables, sweep floors, put away the food, you know, and just kind of get everything back to its original clean state, okay? That's what I mean by shutting things down. It gets, it gives yourself time to transition to the next, um, the next thing that you're doing. So along with leaving the clean slate wherever you go, make sure you're leaving white space in your schedule, okay? That gives you not only a time cushion, but it gives you a cushion and an opportunity for spontaneity, for things to just kind of be chill for a little bit. You don't have to have every waking moment of your week scheduled out. You need time to breathe, okay? You need time for rest, rejuvenation, relaxation, and recreation, okay? I like to call these the four R's or this is your way that you recharge, okay? You recharge through rest, rejuvenation, relaxation, and recreation. Make time for those in your schedule. Make time to 
sleep, right? Set a sleep schedule for yourself. Tell yourself what time you're going to have a hard stop bedtime, what time you're going to get up in the morning and have your morning routine before the kids get up, okay? Be a little more structured so that you can enjoy a little more freedom and flexibility. One thing that I have learned is anyone who wants freedom and flexibility must have a system for everything. They just, they thrive on systems. Now, it doesn't seem like that would make sense. The more structure you have, the more freedom you have. That doesn't make sense, right? It seems like it's too rigid. But if you think of anyone that's super successful in life and just really happy and thriving, they are thriving because of their routines and systems. If you notice they have a flow where they do things in a particular order and they have these systems going so that they have the freedom and flexibility to do what they want, when they want, and how they want to because they've created that extra time cushion. But anybody that really has the freedom and flexibility that you are wanting, if you look into their lives, if you take a peek at their calendar and their schedules, you'll realize that the only reason they're able to do all of this freedom and flexibility that you're wanting is because they are thriving in their systems. They have systems and routines in place that help them to thrive. And that's where the freedom and flexibility comes. So if you are not creating time boundaries, if you are not creating systems and routines, or at least having them in place, even if somebody else created them, you can, you can use any of the ones that I've given you, right? Or anyone else. You can try things out and see what works for you. But if you have routines and systems in place or are trying to put them in place, you will gain more freedom and flexibility and you will thrive more in life because you're not having to have decision overload of constantly trying to figure out what you're going to do to put out all these fires. A lot of the fires get put out or at least they get automated or delegated to other people because you have systems in place to take care of them. Okay. It helps you to thrive more as a mom. So keep that in mind. Let's get into tip number four. Okay, last tip. Here we go. Tip number four, start with your foundation and build your weight from there. What I mean by this is your foundation is your intentional self-care routines. You cannot feed the hungry from empty shelves, just as we cannot pour into our family, our children, our callings, our, I don't know, community, our work, our education, we can't pour into anything else until we have first poured into ourself, spent time with ourselves and spent time with God. Okay. When I mean spent, spend time with yourself. Okay. I don't mean being selfish. I mean this in a selfless way. Okay. So when we do intentional self-care, this is what lights you up, makes you feel the very best you, you can be so that you can then pour into the lives of those around you, okay? So this is where you get in your morning routines and your evening routines. You get a little mid-break, you know, sometime where you have quiet time or nap time or something happening so you can have a little break in the middle of the day too. We all need it as moms, okay? So if you are not currently doing that, focus on that. And we have, we have systems for that. We have routines for that. We've got episodes on it blog posts, Instagram posts. So go ahead and check all of the things out. I'll try to link some of these episodes in the show notes so that you can look into more routines if you're wanting to for mom life, okay? For self-care. But this is super, super important, okay? You need to be getting in your journaling. You need to be getting in scripture study and prayer, taking care of yourself physically, okay? Your hygiene is super important. You've got to brush your teeth. You've got to brush your hair and take a shower, get ready, all the things, work out, eat healthy, eat a breakfast, take your vitamins, drink your water, right? All the things that help build us into being 
happy human beings, right? You need to feel human as a mom. So don't forget your self-care. It's so important, okay? Take care of who you are so you can teach your children by example that it's important to care about who you are, to take pride in who you are, but also to do it so that you can then help others and have the energy to do so and the mental capacity because you gain mental clarity as you do intentional self-care. And the reason why I say intentional is because you intentionally do it. You intentionally put time aside each day for yourself. You set it in the calendar. It is a very vital appointment with the president of the United States or the president of the church or the you know CEO of a company, whatever you want to think of it as, okay? This is a very, very important important appointment that you need to make your, with yourself and not let anything get in the way of it, okay? You need your morning routine. You need a quiet time somewhere in the middle of the day and you're gonna need to have time in the evenings. That will help you to thrive as a mom. If you are not currently doing that, Find a way to make it happen. Okay, go back to that number one where you define your values and prioritize them. One of your biggest values you should have is yourself. You need to value yourself. Okay, it's really, really important that you take time to value yourself along with everyone else. First, put your oxygen mask on before you put the oxygen mask on someone else. Otherwise, you are going to fall, right? You're in a plane. If, if they ask you, you know, when they're doing the security stuff and telling you all about the things that you need to do to make sure that you're okay, safe flight, all that sort of thing, not security, you know what I mean? Trying to keep yourself safe, whatever. You are supposed to put your oxygen mask on first. Why? Because if you don't, as you're trying to help somebody else, you could not have enough air and actually pass out or possibly die yourself. So just as vital as it is for us to put our oxygen masks on before we help someone else when we have a a crazy time like that, you know, being in some sort of crash or something like that, which heaven forbid that would happen. But in real life, in in our daily schedules, we kind of do this to ourselves a lot more often than we realize. We are trying to put the oxygen masks on every single person. No wonder we're overwhelmed. We haven't put it on ourselves first. No wonder we're not able to breathe because we haven't given ourselves the opportunity to breathe, right? We have chosen to help everybody else breathe but ourselves and we're just drowning. Don't do it. It's not okay. You need to take care of you. This is a really hard truth, but it's a real truth. We need to take care of ourselves as moms. That's how you avoid burnout. Stop prioritizing everybody else's life before your own. You have to prioritize you first so then you can really do your best to prioritize your family and your spouse and your friends and your home, all the things that are important to you, right? But it first starts with taking care of you. Don't miss that step. You will not have the energy, freedom, mental capacity, whatever. You won't have any of that in order like to take care of your family because you won't have anything left to give. You'll be on an empty flame, right? You don't, you don't have anything, no more gases in you, right? You're running on empty, you're a car. How does a car run on empty? It doesn't. It stops. It burns out, right? It, it dies. It's done, okay? That's what burnout is for moms. If you don't stop to fill up your tank of gas, you can't go take your kids everywhere and be the taxi driver for them, right? You have to fill your tank of gas first. Stop trying to run on empty. Stop trying to run without your oxygen mask on. Take care of yourself, okay? It's super, super important. So whenever you're planning, make sure you start with your foundation of self-care. Start with yourself first, okay? 
then you want to build your week from there, okay? So as you're building your week from there, make sure that you are building up your week out of your values, okay? Number one should always be you. You need to be first on the list along with God, okay? You and God, you're kind of a team, okay? You work together so then you can make things happen in all the other aspects of your life. You cannot do it on your own, but with God, you can do all things. Remember that, okay? With God, you can do all things. So if your life is hard and you're not sure what to do, turn to him. He will help you, okay? And then all the rest of the stuff will all just, it'll smooth itself out. It will be easier. Life will be more calm. It may not be totally chill and you may still have crazy times, but it's a lot more manageable when you have him on your side, okay? So along with your foundation, building up your week, this is where your time blocks come into play, okay? So you prioritize yourself and God, and then you take and put in all your values, all your biggest priorities in first, okay? So when I am scheduling my week, I try to put in my self-care first, my morning and evening routines and whatever I'm doing in my mid block in my day, right? Which is going to be my um, work block. It could be I'm doing projects at home. It could be I'm honestly just getting ready for the day, just getting in my shower for the day so I can feel human, you know? Whatever it is that you need during that time to just relax and chill and just be you. You need that time. Make sure that you're making that for yourself, okay? Then I add in my marriage, okay? I add in my date night, my couple's counsel with my spouse, budget meetings. I add in um, chill time in the evenings, you know, all these different things. Now, am I perfect at this? Absolutely not, okay? I may schedule and it may not end up actually happening, but the point is, is to try to do your best to put those different values in and then you do your best to follow that. Real life happens and sometimes you don't necessarily always get to everything that you try to plan out, but that's okay. The point is that we're trying and we're trying to do better and better every single day, okay? So don't give up on yourself. If your schedule was written out and everything's perfect and then you couldn't end up getting all those things done, that's not the point. The point of the to-do list is not to complete it, okay? The point of the to-do list is to help you to recognize and focus on your values, Okay, and what your highest priorities are and try to focus on those and get them done as you're able to. Not all at once, not right now. And if it's not perfect, then you don't do it at all. Like get rid of perfectionism, okay? Let it go. Do the best you can with what you can, with what you have right now to work with and focus on those values, okay? So as you're building your week, you focus on God and yourself. You focus on your marriage. You put in family time, like family dinner. That's a sacred time for us, for our family, Nothing gets in the way of family dinner. We have family dinner together. The time may change sometimes depending on how things go. We really, really try to stick to the same time every day. But even if not, we at least do family dinner every single day together and we do it at the dinner table. And there's something magical about it. And if you want to listen to that episode, you totally can. I'll link it in the show notes. But family dinner around the table with all screens off intentionally really makes a difference, okay? So that's another thing that you can, you know, plug into there. You can plug in your work block or your block for going to school or doing homework. You can block out time with your kids, whether it's one-on-one time or time with all of them together, intentional quality time, whatever you want to do. You can block out time for your home, doing cleaning, homemaking, meal prep, grocery shopping, you know, all the things. You can block out time for time. (laughs) 
(laughs) as silly as that sounds, you need time to plan. You need time to prepare and think ahead and get mental clarity on your week. Okay. Make yourself a plan, a weekly planning sesh time sometime in the week and plug it in there. Okay. When I do my weekly planning, I do it Friday afternoons, every single Friday. I plan out my week so that come Monday, I have everything ready to go. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know what my focus is. I'm, I'm good to go. Right. Make sure that whatever you do for your planning, get it done before Monday comes. If you start all your planning and everything on Monday, you'll already be feeling like you have to play catch up throughout the week. Okay. Give yourself some time to do things ahead of time. Whatever you have for next week, plan it this week, plan it this weekend for next week. Everything we do, we plan ahead of time, not in the moment. Okay. All right. So that is our huge productivity tips, but also helps us to not overschedule and helps us to find more clarity and purpose in our lives, our calendars, our families, right? So one of the things that you, I want to leave you with, one of our last things is one of the biggest productivity secrets I can give you is find time for rest and play, okay? That's where recharge comes in, like we had talked about, okay? That's the rest, rejuvenation, relaxation, recreation, play, fun, breathe, all the things. Do what makes you happy. If you find time to do what makes you happy, you will thrive. If you never find time for what makes you happy, you will never be in any other mode other than survival because you will not feel like you have been lit up. You feel you will not feel alive, right? Make time for what matters most to you and leave buffers in your schedule so you have some breathing room and you can fill some of those time for your breathing room with that recharge okay you got to recharge yourself recharge your family just recharge take time to breathe even if all it is is taking a 20 minute nap take time to recharge All right. That's all I have for you, ladies. Thank you so much for listening. I love having our chats every single week. I look forward to talking with you next week. I hope you have an amazing week this week and a wonderful Tuesday, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. All right, until next time, go on over and check us out on our Facebook group at High Five Motherhood Mamas Group, or come on over and hang out with us on Instagram at High Five Motherhood. For more mom life hacks, homemaking, productivity and time management tips and tricks, organization ideas, recipes, meal prep and planning and more. Okay, there's so much information on there that you can enjoy in between each episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you found value in today's episode or from this podcast in general, Take a quick screenshot of this podcast and share it on your stories on Instagram or post it on Facebook because remember, sharing is caring. (laughs) Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.